Yeah, I think we'll be good to go. Sprout! Oh my god. She's... Being naughty. <laughs> yeah, get off the fridge. Hey! Oh my god. Okay, hold on. Let me give her treats. <laughs> I gotta... She's so rude. Come here. Hey. hey Sometimes hey, you hey, gotta hey, bribe hey. them. It's like living with a giant baby. <laughs> Which you, yeah. you know. You get it. Yep. Right before I came on here, I just heard all this rumbling going on behind me. I was like, who is fighting? I was like, don't do that right now, guys. I, uh, it's, it's like, there's a schedule for Sprout, so she is like, I want to eat it this time and this time and this time. I'm like, okay, but hold on a minute. I fed you within, like, the last couple hours, so, and, like, it was a big heaping amount because we're trying to get both the cats shifted over to a new food. And they, it's... It's salmon based, and they're loving it, devouring it. Can't get enough of it. But then she's like, "No, I want it again." It's just empty. <laughs> I'm like, "You would just, you just ate." She's like, no, "I want it now." It's like, "All right." But anyway, that's out of the way. If she starts doing stuff, then that's just how it's gonna have to work. So, <laughs> it's season fucking three. of the Uncommon Commander podcast, where myself and other guests come on to talk about uncommon legendary creatures that we run as commanders. Uh, I'm your host, Cole. I don't say that often, uh, but as a reminder, yeah, my name's Cole. I go by Eclipse Meteor over on Twitter, and today I am joined by other fellow cat parent, uh, Amara. How are you doing today? I'm doing excellent. Thank you for having me. Of course. Glad uh, we finally got the time to do it. Um, and Amara, who are you and uh, what do you do? Ah, my name is Amara, goddess of blunder, yeah, elsewhere on the Twitch universe. Um, I make Magic the Gathering content. Um, mostly I EDH stream. I do a lot of plane chase about four times a week. And then I guest on other people's uh, panels and I talk about magic a lot. <laughs> and also plane chase. Yes, and plane chase. And lots and lots of plane chase. You're uh, welcome. I, I brought it back. <laughs> Single-handedly, you were, you were there at the front, at the front of the line, and it happened again. But we'll get to that in a hot minute here. Um, we we are here to talk about a, a very fun uh, rogue that came from uh, uh, Commander Legends, Battle for Baldur's Gate, filled with banger legends, but this one kind of stood up above a lot of other things and i'm a really big fan of it um but amara what card are we talking about today i'm talking about rilsa rel the kingpin it's a human rogue <laughs> does all sorts of fun stuff yeah the uh one of the things like just to start out like this is very much of like it's like okay take the initiative <gasps> wait a minute <laughs> <laughs> you're not supposed to do that because everyone complains about complexity creep and all this other stuff but listen folks when you take the initiative or you gain the initiative or when you have the initiative and you go to your upkeep you venture into either you go into the undercity if you haven't done so already 
or you or you advance a room in whatever dungeon that you happen to be in at the time, whether or not that happens to be the Undercity or not. But it should probably definitely be the Undercity. Um, and then eventually when you complete a dungeon... Well, I mean, I'm jumping the gun here, but whenever an attacking creature... Like, whenever you go to combat or whenever you attack, an attacking creature gains death touch until end of turn. Sweet. Love it. Simple. Um, yes. And if you've completed a dungeon, that creature... On top of that, also gets plus five, plus O, and first strike, and menace until end of turn. It's just ridiculous. That is, and we are talking about a five mana commander that is a base two five with death touch and is a rogue, and 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 it is in black and blue, which makes you think that it's very hard to, you know, you got to get to five, you got to be moving through the dungeon already, and all this other stuff. But let me tell you that. We're playing this like we're playing a rogues deck, and then we're also playing the mini games deck, the yep. <laughs> like the modern mini games deck, and uh, so like what's what's the strategy that you got here that makes this deck really fun for you? For me, I nobody sees it coming basically, like because you think oh this is a two five with death touch, nobody wants to block it, nobody wants to deal with it unless nobody wants to kill it, so you just kind of let it go through, you let it go through, and by the time they realize it, you've already gone through the dungeon and like the undercity dungeon. <laughs> Once you get to the end of it, you're going into your deck grabbing a creature like 10 cards deep and then putting three counters on it and most of our creatures are not very nice so yeah. <laughs> whatever we grab is gonna probably just enhance our board state so yeah the the whether or not like you do eventually start venturing through the undercity or not it doesn't matter because now the the new game effect being placed much like monarch is something that when you deal damage to an opponent you gain combat damage keyword combat damage you take the initiative and pass it around like a hot potato because you want it, but and you want to keep it, but you also know that the type of resources that you get out of the Undercity is so obscene and so good that either you don't know if you want to... Like, one of the things... Like, I made this deck, too, a while ago, and it's really fun. I, I really enjoyed it. Being the person that's like, yes, the the... The first time you go into the Undercity, you get a basic land card and put it in your hand. That is huge. But then it's all the other effects of, like, put plus one counters on your creatures if you want. Um, uh, scry. You're not going to be scrying. I'll tell you that. Yeah. You don't care about it. It never happens. Because, <laughs> like, okay, maybe you want to create a treasure token. But really, the hay the haymaker ability is, like, okay... You, you go in, you get a basic land. You choose if you want to go to the forge, put two plus one counters on something, or you scry two on the lost well. No one cares about that side. Uh, tr the room trap makes someone lose five life. That is huge. That's just you yeah. playing the game and that happens. Or you go to the arena and goad someone. That's also pretty good. Um, you can make a 4-1 skeleton with menace, which I'll tell you, as a matter of fact, that, car that token slaps repeatedly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, drawing a card from the archives, pretty good. You know, I'd probably take the 4 1. And then the absolute haymaker of the last room, which really makes the initiative worth it, unless you're like a spell slinger player or something like that. You reveal. <coughs> oh my god, this is terrible. This is making the recording. You're going to reveal the top 10 cards of your library. You put a creature card from among them onto the battlefield with 3 plus 1 counters on it, and it gains hexproof until your next turn. Then you shuffle your deck. Um, 
it's sweet. It's amazing. It's we almost like getting a spell every turn if you have the initiative, which is we, pretty cool. Which is pretty great. And, you know, when in this type of deck, too, when you also have cards that um, give you the monarch uh, ability, then you're laughing as you're like, all right. Come at me, but also know that you if if you take both of these effects, you you are prime target number one. Exactly. <laughs> I absolutely love adding extra effects to the board state. I don't know the chaos of it all. <laughs> like that, and that, and, and like I, I feel as if that is such a fun ga- uh, a game plan because there was um, Jared Carthalion, uh that was from original commander legends that when he entered the battlefield you gave um the monarch to someone else like right away and then there was a payoff for you getting it back but i i I always find it so fun to be like all right so let's do like a group hug deck that you know let's give out resources but let's give the resources out to everyone but it's by inserting this obscenely strong pair of effects of like Unless you're playing something that actively allows you to, like, regain them later. By, like, you know, oh, I'll flicker, you'll flicker Relsa. Or or something like that. You're like, okay. Let them figure it out. While I <laughs> do my thing over here in the corner. I gotta play exactly. Ghostly Pilfer. I gotta play Looter Ilkor. I'm gonna do Invisible Stalker and make my army of, of rogues grow and grow and grow. I'm gonna play Anawan, the Ruin Thief. Um, and do my thing and and eventually at some point you know you regain the initiative uh, you keep it because you know some rogues also have like death touch and all this other stuff um including rilsa and and eventually you finally start being like all right um i'm gonna go to combat and i'm gonna swing my invisible stalker it's gonna become a, a six one unblockable and just with slap with undying <laughs> yeah like haunted one is one of my favorite. I love the background enchantments. <laughs> Backgrounds are so good, and and I really feel like a lot of people are more often than not like there are the people who play them who know they're really good. Uh, like even some of like the more like not like the face cards one uh, of commander decks, but also like the ones in the main set. But like haunted one is so gross. Yeah, especially in this deck, because you just can throw your rogues at even your unblockable ones. You don't even care. Like, they have death touch. If they get blocked, whatever. <laughs> they're, they're coming back. They're doing their work, you know, and there are some that have built in evasion um, and all this other stuff. So eventually over time, like, you're just accumulating massive amounts of advantage. Um, and, like, there's always going to be, like, um, the shortcut seeker or the Yuanti fang blade. Where when they deal damage or they enter or all this other stuff, uh, or like, I mean, I guess the Yuanti Malison is also kind of the same thing. But like, regardless, like you're doing you're doing damage. If you're already in the Undercity, you're venturing. If you're in another dungeon for whatever reason that happens to be, uh, you know, you're just progressing your board state. You are completing at least the condition of, um, completing the dungeon, getting that plus five plus zero for strike menace for the rest of the game, um progressing meaningfully progressing the game through the reduction of life totals um and and otherwise just having a really good time i i I just i love it's a creature heavy list so i love it by default mine's very similar 
Um, and then you got you got all the fancy little tricks to to be like, you know, I am playing a blue and black deck, so you know, wa- uh, wash away for that good old commander counterspell action. Yeah. Uh, soul shatter, aetherize. Because you always got it. You always good old aetherize is always great. <laughs> um, blood money is which is a board wipe I haven't seen a whole lot, but one that I'm like, <laughs> the va- the value is. Oh, what am I thinking of? Decree of, uh, decree of pain is kind of like what I would kind of put the equivalent to in terms of like mana mana generation versus like card advantage. Yeah, you're getting something at least. You're killing everything, and you're getting something out of it. <laughs> um. So, what are the little other tricks that you got in this deck that that really makes the deck stand out for you and has led to like good good games? <laughs> I love Una's Blackguard. <laughs> Una's Blackguard is so gross. Like, it just... It's a flying rogue. It gives all your rogues plus one, plus one counters. And, like, most rogues are not very big. So, like, you're just chipping away at people slowly. But, like, once you start putting those plus one, plus one counters on there, once you start using, like, uh, un, like Haunted One, as I was talking about... You're giving plus two, plus zero, and undying, so you don't care where you're throwing them. Uh, <laughs> fly is a really silly one. It just gives a rogue flying, but also venturing into the dungeon. <laughs> they, uh, yeah, mirror of... box is in here for fun. Mir- oh, mirror box. Good old mirror box. Where? I just, yeah, I was like, I swear I saw yeah. that. So yeah, you know, no legends will apply. Other and there's some creatures. nasty legends, so. <laughs> like, like. Anawan. Anawan's like my immediately like big one arm. Like I love the the commander version of Anawan. Yeah. Like Anawan is disgusting and like there's lots of creatures in here that when they come out on the board, people will use their removal on them. And sometimes that's not a good choice. <laughs> like They'll just not pay attention to your commander and just let them go about their business because they're like, ah, oh, Anawan's on the board. <laughs> You're like, okay, go yeah, ahead. Like, That's fine. Feel free. <laughs> I'm just saying, but, it's, it, it's, my, it's not, you might think it's the best choice, but I'm telling you it's not. Yeah, and right of Replication is in there just for the fun of just making five Anawans or making five Relthas. I was going to when... say, the the, the, <laughs> the the mirror box, right of Replication, Rilsa, where you're like, all yeah, right, so you, if you so... want to go all the way through the dungeon. <laughs> you're like, all right, well, even, even just to do, like, you're like, yeah, is nine mana worth doing that? And the answer is probably yes. Yes. <laughs> oh, uh, like, just absolutely go to town be like all right well uh i go that i draw a card i put two plus counters here and then i also windmill slam some big rogue that cannot be interacted with except for like maybe a board wipe or something and uh yeah that 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 is absolutely worth it and that's um something i kind of wish i considered when i had my deck because that would have been super fun to do it is awesome when it happens and like milling is also a strategy because <laughs> i don't know i've won through milling i've won through commander damage i've won through just chipping away slowly and then just swarming with a bunch of rogues <laughs> it is a fun deck to play 
I've also <laughs> bladed agent is also always fun to write or replicate. <laughs> the, yeah, be like, all right, now everyone. Not that I want to alarm you, but you are now on a clock. Yeah, and blighted agent is always something somebody will use their removal to remove. <laughs> like if you just want to keep something else safe on your board, just put that out. <laughs> I, I always love the um. Every, <coughs> I oh, excuse me. There was a there's a there was a deck building challenge me and my friends did recently, and we were all um we're all like all right we got to do things that like we normally don't do, uh like some of us had to play control, some of us had to play aggro. Uh, the two aggro players were popping off and it was crazy. But one of our friends was like, um, all right, I got to build like this gruel deck where like, uh, it was one of the Warhammer, like 40 K cards, uh, that like, uh, creatures that enter the battlefield under your control gain like double the power. So like you had to play stuff with like haste, um, and then turn them sideways. And he's like, no, I will not put in Putrefax. So we're like, oh, okay, well then, go off, I guess. But it was the mere threat of a, a just a singular card um, being able to just one-shot someone out of nowhere. Was He was like, maybe I won't do that. I'm like, okay, but the threat, you know, just make a sweat a little bit, you know. There's always the one creature that just happens to do random infect damage. No big deal. Exactly. <laughs> Like, it's there as, a, like, an emergency button. <laughs> and especially once you start, like, oh, yeah, it, oh, you know, it gets plus 5, plus 0, oh, and everyone's like, now hold on a minute. Yeah. <laughs> one well, of like, the... Oh, sorry, go ahead. Yeah, yeah, that's one of the things that people don't think about, is just, like, that one creature getting plus 5, plus 0. <laughs> a blighted agent is not something you want getting that. <laughs> um... One of the things that I had in my version of Rosa Rail, or Ral, or however it's pronounced, yeah. <laughs> um, because we were just in New Capenna not that long ago, um, and I knew that I'm like, if I did want to do like potentially weird shenanigans, um, there was a bit of a, an equipment sub package, and one of them uh, was brass knuckles. Because I just thought that was so funny. It's like, if you're going to be the kingpin, you know, the, yeah. the the leader of the underworld, like, the the whether that's, like, mafia, black market, rogues guild, thieves guild, whatever you want to call it, you gotta you gotta equip your girl with a pair of, 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 uh, of brass knuckles. And, uh, some of my friends were like, oh, uh, yeah, hold on a minute there. Uh, I see what you're up to. And they just blow it up. It's like, yeah, okay, fair enough. Uh, one of my other spells that I really like in here is uh, Notorious Throng. And so, <laughs> if you attack with a rogue, you get to play it for its uh, prowl cost. But when you do that, you create a bunch of 1-1 black fairy rogue creatures. And uh, if you paid this prowl cost, you get an extra turn. <laughs> so not only did you get an army of 1-1 fairy rogues, which I think that's how I won the last game that I was playing. <laughs> I would hope so, because, like, depending on how much you make, like, like the, I, I like the multiple avenues of attack here. There's the mill, there's the even the threat of, like, Voltron commander damage with Railsa if you manage to, like, if yeah, you happen to have to go in that direction. The the accumulation of massive advantage of, of venturing through the dungeon, milling opponents out, and then also being like, alright, it's time for the explosive, like, Oh, I dealt you 12. All right, I'm going to prowl Notorious Throng 
and just go to town on my extra turn. And also, that extra turn spell is thematic, so it all works <laughs> out. That's what I like to like everything that's in here. I like to think works well with it within itself. Like there's rogues, there's like that has uh, lots of things you would see rogues using or things them that they would be doing. <laughs> and I, I guess one of the things, like again, because we're talking about backgrounds, Dungeon Delver is <laughs> such a sweet enchantment where it just simply says like. By having your commander out, because that's how backgrounds work, uh, room abilities of dungeons you own triggered additional times. So you're like, oh, I would like to trigger Throne of the Dead 3 twice. Um, I would love to go to things or make an opponent lose 5 life twice. Like, that's crazy. Yeah, and for 2 mana. like, <laughs> And by the time you get to cast her, most likely if you either have Haunted One or Dungeon Delver, You've already got those out on the board, and most likely nobody got rid of them because they're just out there, and your commander's not there yet. <laughs> yeah, so it's it's. I think overall, like you you got a very very fun deck, and one a lot of things that I I added to my own deck, and a few other things where I'm like, hmm. I see. Nope. I see what you're doing here. I see what's going on. Sometimes that's the thing too. Is I think a lot of people, cause like I'll show people my decks before we do our streams and stuff, and they, some people just don't see all the parts lining up, <laughs> or when we're playing, they don't see all the pieces just slowly, kind of just building up until it's too late. They're like, wait a minute. There was a there was a threshold that you had to hit before this thing popped off, and you're like, "Yep," and I was just sliding under the radar, just exactly yeah. like rogues are want to do. And the uh, ghostly pilfer, I love that card. Ghostly <laughs> ghostly pilfer is one of those cards that I think is still severely underplayed or underutilized. Even like you don't even need to be a if you draw off commander cards. Uh, there's so many things that like you you draw off cascade. You do all like there. There's a lot of times that a ghostly pilfer enables you to get in there, uh, fills your graveyard if you're looking for that. And if anyone's casting a bunch of spells from like different zones, like you're yeah. you're loving it. I mean, because it's two mana, and I don't know how often I just I don't care. I'll discard cards all day long if I can sneak my way through. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. It's it's just it's it's card I, advantage. I it's... I honestly I often feel like I need to put more ghostly pilferers in some blue decks just simply because it's like you know it's no risk study, um, but like you know if people you know if people are looking to play a little bit quicker and their commanders are lower cost like three four five mana on average maybe even hovered around that two or three spot. Like, Ghostly Pilferer comes in, you're like, alright, go off. Well, that's two, three cards right off the bat. Kill your commander. Do it again, please. Thank you. Yeah. And if you're playing partners, like, whoo! Yeah, just keep playing your commanders all day long. I'll draw cards. Because even if you draw one or two cards off of it for a two-mana spell, I mean, you're getting... It's well worth it. <laughs> and, you know, if you want to do the key to the city type effect, um, where, you know, you swing in with it, uh, like there's gonna be times there's places where it's open or where it's opportune to swing in with a tiny little two one, and then you untap it, you pay two, you draw a card. Yep, and then is that card you don't need it? 
Look, a lot of times later on in the game, you're just drawing lands you don't need, so you have no problem discarding those to make it unblockable. And so, a lot of times, it just kind of floats under the radar. <laughs> like, they, nobody pays attention to it, and they're like, eh, it's a 2 1, it can't be blocked. Okay, whatever. <laughs> As I'm also looking through the list, I also find it funny. Because I, 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 like, Displacer Beast is a no-brainer by having to be able to be, like, bounce back to your hand and then you recast it so you can venture. also, like, I have Displacer Kitten because, uh, <laughs> you know, Displacer Beast is good, but apparently the Displacer Kitten just had to be nutty. So much more well-trained than the Displacer Beast. <laughs> Displacer Beast is like, no, 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 you gotta earn it. And the kitty is like, oh, yeah, what do you want? Boom, 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 you're back, you're back, you're back. It's like, oh, jeez, it's... And it's a fun way to save Relsa if you need to. That's like the March of the Swirling Mist. I don't. I used that last time to completely just take my own board off. Of <laughs> Somebody board wiped, and I, was I like, got a okay, board wipe, and you're like, "Yoink! I'm out. See you later. I'll see you guys later." <laughs> my mini, good. yeah, it's a, just a mini Teferi's protection. <laughs> Honestly, I feel as if when we, the fact that they brought phasing out, and it's the fact that I still need to try to. Uh, to play around with personally because like obviously i've seen you know if i had a core if i had a nickel for every time i've seen a teferi's protection i'd be i'd be a few dollars richer <laughs> but you know it, eventually it's like I, I i get tired i get tired of seeing effects like teferi's protection i like seeing more ones like march of swirliness or um guardian oh shoot what's the white card it's oh creature. yeah it's a knight yeah, 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 just, yeah. The like, I, the, I'm like, I want to see more of that, you know. I, I just put that in a deck just a second ago, <laughs> and now I'm like, I also need to find it. Um, so yeah, real, real, real kingpin venturing into the undercity repeatedly as often as possible with your army and network of rogues doing their stuff, um, and and it's super great. But then on top of that. Because you're the person to ask, and you were the person I wanted on to talk about about it, and bringing in um, bringing in additional game effects into into the game of Magic. Uh, we're we are in the plane chase kind of boom right now, thanks to the new uh, commander decks coming out for March of the Machines. Very very excited. Three more days, I can get mine. <laughs> it's so close. I can't. I was like, "When is it happening?" I'm looking for this weekend. Okay, yeah, sure. So yeah, uh, with the the new commander decks, I believe each of them get what is it three to five or something? Yeah, yeah. There's five, ten. Please. There's twenty five new cards, and then there's twenty five reprints. Oh, and so it's even more. Holy smokes, yeah. that's crazy. Yeah. So there's ten cards in each one. And on top of that, just to kind of round it all out, because I think they felt that maybe just rolling the planner die and uh, using um, the the artifact to keep rolling dice wasn't enough. They were like, we need to pit, we need to print a cycle of cards that affects that allows you to vote, which is something I I know that we've done in a game uh that i yeah, when okay. I was on, on your stream where we're like we need to get the fuck off this plane this is obscene uh um, the fuck it fuck it claws like <laughs> we need to leave uh so yeah pat pat the the five path cards um path of the animist path of the enigma path of the ghost hunter pyromancer and the schemer depicting nissa oh geez what's her name uh 
the blue one. I can't remember her name. Uh, the sage. What's her name? Professor Kasmina. Oh, Kasmina. Kasmina, yeah, okay. uh, Kaya, um, Chandra, and that fucking asshole Tezrit. <laughs> Still sticking around. Yeah. Each of these cards have a, an effect that, like, a regular game action, um, you know, who who knew having, like, explosive vegetation plus also force make people vote to, to, to get off the plane or not, um, which I think is, like, a super cool effect. Um, I, like, honestly, Path of the Pyromancer is my favorite just because it generates red mana for each card you discard for your wheel. Um, yeah. But, yeah, Will of the Planeswalker starting with you. Each player votes for Planeswalk or Chaos because Chaos is the new terminology yeah. <laughs> to use for the, the actual chaos effect um if planeswalk gets more votes planeswalk woo we're out uh if chaos gets more votes or the vote is tied chaos ensues um which i think is just such a fucking metal term chaos ensues uh so yeah the it the, this adds i think a little fun dimension to plane chase if people are willing to build with it in mind but also the fact that like the first half of the spell just functions normally. So like the other, you could always like, you can always have it ready and be like, Oh yeah. You want to play plane chase? <laughs> I have a card. <laughs> I will teach you a lesson. <laughs> so yeah, your, your big thing for your, for, for your streams is that you, you like to play plane chase. I do enjoy playing plane chase. Uh, we've been playing it for almost a year now. I had to change some of the rules just because, yeah, <laughs> the fractured power stone would be abused, unfortunately. So I ended up making it an emblem. But besides that, <laughs> yeah, we've been playing. We've been playing it for a while now, and I'm very excited that we're finally getting new cards. I'm getting and that we're actually getting cards that affect that you can put in your deck, new ones with the the paths and ah, I'm very excited. <laughs> You know, you've been calling it for a year, you know, you've been yeah. like, I started making <laughs> custom ones. And then like three weeks later, I went to Philly and they announced it. And I was like, God damn it. <laughs> it's like, they better not make any of the planes I already made. <laughs> and did they end up doing that? Uh, not really. They almost missed every single one that I had already made cards for. So like, because a lot of them were, like was Strixhaven. I was making one for each of the uh, different colleges and then i was making ones for uh kamigawa and for kaldheim so i've got new ones already set up so once everybody's gotten bored with the new ones and the ones that we've been playing with i'm gonna just slowly start adding the custom ones in there as well and i'm trying to figure out a way to use the uh new path cards there and add them as an effect that can be played like through the streams like maybe the viewers can cast the paths <laughs> i mean maybe yeah that one's good see so like that that's the thing where i think on one hand having new planes for the first time in what feels like forever like what is it has it been maybe like 10 years i don't know yeah, it, it, it we've kinda... been to a lot of the same places <laughs> um but but then now that like they have strixhaven um they have 10 wizards mountain uh 
I mean, like we're able to finally go to a lot of the planes that we we we've obviously seen within the last few years, like Tarkir, Ixalan, Capenna, and obviously there's some old ones that we've been here. You know, we've been to Alara before. Um, we you know we've probably been to Ravnica here and there and all this you know so it's 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 popular but the the main thing is is that like out because of the new cards the the um the will of the planeswalkers cards it's like you would think maybe um there'd be some way for you to incorporate them but the problem is is that like not everyone wants to just be playing a path of the animus just in case that they get to play plane trees yeah so, yeah trying to that's incorporate, what i worry about those like you know like you know, there's three of them with five man that are worth five mana. There's one that costs four. There's one that costs two and X. You know, so it's like, are they balanced? Could we maybe? Could you maybe play games where when people start the game, they can put one of them in like the command zone, but then that's like a completely mm-hmm. other thing. And it's like, does <laughs> does it affect everyone simultaneously? Um, like, yeah, there's there's a new added. Uh, dimension to plane chase which is already like not that it's complicated but it it's already adding a dimension to like on average like a four-player game of commander that already is like existing in like the sixth dimension of like how do you assess a game state um and it's just mind-boggling to try to see how you like you primarily of course i'm very interested in seeing how you're like sitting there and being like uh uh, like you're like how how do I get this to work? Uh... <laughs> yeah, like it, it was a lot of trial and error at the beginning, <laughs> and like I was like you were just saying uh, with Oathbreaker being so popular, I thought about just making it so if you are in those colors, you can put one of those spells mm-hmm. on the side so you can use it if you feel like it. <laughs> But, but, then, but then other ones like no, but I want my signature spell to be this. Yeah. And like, oh, okay. All right. Never mind. Like, fine. <laughs> okay. Pretty. You're oh. like well beforehand. You're like all right. I'm trying to get this thing set up. What does everyone think of this? And everyone's like, no, I want my super fast mana to do this thing. You're like, yeah. All right. Okay. Never mind. Okay. Back to the drawing board. But yeah. So what? What? Okay. What are your? Because I like I obviously know you're a big fan of it, and I love playing it on occasion. Except for that one time we were on stream and we were all banging our heads on the table. Like, I can't remember what plane it was, but we were like, we need to leave and our dice rolls are just not working. Yeah, I want to say it was stupid that Orzhov one that, like, every time, like, somebody rolled it, it was, like, killing off our creatures. I and think it was. was. <laughs> Hold on. Hold on. I need I need to find it. Hold on. I'm pretty sure, because I think it was, uh, maybe it was the Orzhov one. Let's see here. Uh, Orzova, when you planeswalk away, return all cards. Yeah, so for each opponent, <laughs> exile up to one target creature. No, 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 it was from the graveyard. No, I feel like, it, yeah, like there was something that was could have been on. Norn's Dominion. That's another. I one. don't know. It was. It was I took that one out of the deck. <laughs> it was just like it was just non-stop like chaos roll, 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 chaos roll again. We're like, can we get out of here? No. All right. Spending all of our mana. <laughs> all of my mana to commit. And then eventually we were all like, we were just not going anywhere, not progressing the board states. No one was losing life. And we're all just like collectively like, no, 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 we have to leave. Fuck this. Executive <laughs> decision. We are leaving the plane forever. 
<laughs> you were like, fuck this card, this is terrible. <laughs> yeah, it really, yeah. It put a damper on things. But, but other than that really kind of niche situation, what is the appeal of playing Chase to you as, like, a host and as a player? Like, when I build decks, like, I like to tell a story through my decks, I guess. And so, like, as I'm playing in my own head, like, my deck is telling a story, these characters are working together. So, like, when we're playing Plane Chase, I like to think of myself as a planeswalker, and that's the plane that we're on. And I've got this little army that I've built, and I've got this plan, and I'm trying to stop these other four planeswalkers. <laughs> I've got a whole entire crazy thing going on in my head. <laughs> no, no, and like that's that's the thing, right? The, the as as Richard Garfield intended, you know, you're you're having this battle between wizards or or sorcerers or whatever word you want to use for a very powerful magical person, and Commander really fits that storytelling niche of you got yourself, you got your general, you got your army from across the multiverse. Or whatever other thematic criteria that you got going on. Budget, you can only do it on a single plane, so on, so on, so on. But, you know, kind of like Oathbreaker 2 and like all of these other like multiplayer formats where the design and the intent is that, yeah, you you and your friends obviously are playing a game, but from a silly narrative, it's like, and especially now with March of the Machines being like, oh, Realm Breakers and every plane. So now every plane kind of knows what's yep. going on, right? And it's like, yeah, okay, so if I want to go through Paliano, and then we end up in Sokenzan, and then we're going to end up in the Celestia Loft Gardens, but then um, a, uh, what, what's the card called when, like, it's an effect a phenomenon. Oh, phenomenon. Yeah. yeah. Like, where, like, the phenomenon hits, and you're like, oh, wow. And, and like. And some of those phenomenons can completely change the game. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Where I just love it. Where it's just like, oh, just blow up the, blow up the board. You're like, oh, come on. I didn't want yep. that. But, like, that is, that is. <laughs> just throw something out, uh, out of your hand on the board for free. Okay. And, and then I, I had this. I remember there was the one time, and I can't remember what it was. Um, I, I had the crazy idea of, like, uh, let's do Commander plus Arch Enemy plus Plane <laughs> Chase for absolute, like, maximum stuff. But also, I don't know, like, there's so many different ways that we, it can be played now with different levels of, of, like, input. Like, they've made Arch Enemy, and you can make... Like crazy arch enemy decks, if if that's the way you want to go. Yeah. <laughs> and we have plane chase, and now we have new plane chase stuff, and it's super fun. Uh, Oathbreaker kind of being officially recognized is now another way to kind of have like this narrative game, if you care about that kind of thing. You know, some people like doing Sahili plus um, what's a two mana add red mana spell for each creature you got. I can't remember. Battle him. You know, you want to do that? Yeah, okay, go off, you know. But that there's there's a lot of opportunity for the the good old narrative gameplay that people want for their commander games, their multiplayer games, whether that's like 60 card kitchen table, that's plane chase, arch enemy, commander, uh star king for like the five or six player games, which I've <laughs> I've played the secret like the secret rules one where 
There's like, okay, so there's the king, the knight that defends the king, the two bandits, the assassin, and then maybe possibly like the vizier role, where if the vizier kills the king, the king goes to one life and is now the vizier, and the vizier is now the king, and they go back up to like 40 life. And, uh, it's, it, it is like, that alone is like that that's the those are like the limitless potential of of like what type of multiplayer shenanigans yeah. we can get up to on top of playing commander one of the new ones that i just played uh seven most dm made a warhammer 40k rules <laughs> so that you basically they added rules from 40k so that there's like you can call in like airstrikes and so like an airstrike you roll die whatever that it rolls on, you might need to go through like the top seven cards of your deck and put a creature out onto the battlefield or <laughs> just weird mechanics that fit with the Warhammer universe, but they they made it so that it, you can play all four decks against each other and it feels like a Warhammer game at the same time. <laughs> How the heck does that work? <laughs> it, it's there's a whole they wrote out these giant page of rules <laughs> okay I'll have to... i i you know what like i i've i i, I like kind of like oh wow that's kind of crazy because like one of the things that i've been thinking about for a long time and i know it's kind of been done I, i'm trying to remember what it was called and it was done like a few years ago but i've always wanted to do like a D version of commander or magic to some capacity and I can't remember. There was something that was done a few years ago. I just can't remember what it was called. Um, that would be cool. <laughs> but like, like I love the idea of of like, okay, how do we add tabletop gaming or board game elements to a already like pretty awesome version of playing Magic? Because um, like, duh, I'm doing a podcast. But like, we all love <laughs> we all love Commander to like. Uh, or, like it is an incredibly social way to play uh you know people are firing off pods on streams like all the time and all the you know online boom in person boom like whatever you want to call it like it's been fantastic to do and now on top of that like cadh is doing his thing popper commander artisan um you know Oathbreakers kind of making I, I i guess maybe it's not really like a comeback i feel like it's just been simmering yeah. <laughs> under the surface we just haven't noticed yet like we didn't notice until like very which is like oh oathbreaker and we're like oh yeah let's go and <laughs> and they're like we're doing redoing plane chase and like mos and now like how like battles are a thing so it's like yeah. I, I just feel like it's super cool that like battles as a card type is a thing or you're like uh, this is like there's there's new yeah. avenues of design and and play space and it's just super cool to see like what we as a community can do to like add, not like necessarily add longevity but give options to people i like having new ways to play and that's like i because i've done arch enemy a couple of times because i had to change the rules for that too but like <laughs> there's all just sorts of ways to play and there's no right way and no wrong way to play so like just finding what you enjoy is the best thing you can do <laughs> um but what are some of the what are some of the craziest 
plane chase stories that you that you got to share that like really stood out to you because oh. obviously i complained about the time we were all like please let's get the hell out of here but that's like not really a story that's just like a consequence <sighs> i had somebody we started out on uh, what is the name of it it's one of the ones that gives an extra turn if you roll six or what? <laughs> yeah. Oh my god! And no. <laughs> five turns. It just it, it was five turns at the very beginning of the game, so they were like essentially six turns ahead of everybody. So they like, went to Odawar or, or, or Taria on Dominaria, yeah. and they were like, alright, cool, so, uh, extra turn yep. four. Uh, <laughs> no. And they they actually didn't roll that last turn because they felt bad. <laughs> because they were just, like, we hadn't even started, we hadn't taken our, tur our first turns yet, so... <laughs> Oh, this reminds me, um, I felt like I've probably, maybe I've mentioned the story, like, within the last few new episodes that I've done. Uh, but, uh, over on Mr., uh, Mr. Bever's stream, uh, with Chat Chaos, during, uh, February, uh, the, the, the Chat Chaos thing was that everyone gets a copy of, um, Mind Stylation. <laughs> which... Uh, I, I was like, oh no, but okay, I mean, like, hey, you know what I signed up for, let's, let's, let's figure it out, right? And, um, good old Proxy Lab, you motherfucker. <laughs> I, uh, he, uh, he's like, well, you know, I'm a, I'm a mod. I'm like, yeah. And he's like, I have, like, thousands of points. I'm like, go on. He's like, not only does everyone immediately have a copy of, of, uh, Mind Stylation, and this was trial version. This was like the very first game with it. He's like, everyone gets a copy, an additional copy of Mind Stylation. Oh, and Lord. we're all like, I'm like, wait, it's like the AM for me. Is it too early for a drink? Like, dear God, like it was so mind meltingly impossible to deal with. Like the game ended on turn two. Mr. Fitzy Fitz won that game. I'll tell you what, but it was just like, all right. And we're like, all right, let's blow them up. And we blew a few of them up. We're like, oh, okay, good. Like, we less. He's like, I'm going to do it again. And we're like, no. <laughs> so luckily from that point forward, Mr. Bev was like, all right. Uh, so you can't copy the, 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 um, the chat emblem, crimes. the chat, the chat <laughs> emblem version of my Zylation. And I was like, <laughs> I was like. I, I, I was definitely being a grump that morning, and I do apologize, but it's like, whole, I, I, it was literally like, what, do, it does, nothing matters. It doesn't matter. You rolled it, like, it's just, you know, like, the, like, whoever was rolling five, five chaoses in a row in Otaria and just getting extra, extra turns, it's like, so, you're in an endgame, and we yeah. are maybe playing our second land, if, if even, our first one. You know, it's like, holy... Yeah. The crazy thing is, they didn't win. No! What? Yeah. They still got beat. Oh, good old plane chase. Like, as if, you know, as if the, like... I know there's, there... Again, one of the things I feel like maybe I'll end up just repeating myself over and over again, right? Like, I feel as if, despite maybe a lot of uh, some people's resentment towards uh, Commander, because it's taken the highlight away from, like, 
competitive, uh, you know, standard, modern, legacy, especially like eternal formats that were affected by like Commanders, Commanders, Legends, Baldur's Gate, for example, who saw that who saw that the initiative was going to absolutely demolish that that meta game, um, but like I love how a game can turn around because it's no longer dependent on the one-on-one interaction. It's dependent on the, like the third, fourth and fifth dimension of having two additional opponents to consider. Um, and like, how do our cards interact with each other? What do you bring into the table? Uh, what weird combos or synergies are going to come up that we never considered because your deck also happens to take control of like my spells or, or like stuff like that, you know, like it's it's always a, a journey. Like it's yeah. there's always a lesson to be learned, there's always a journey. And then there's also just like the pure random chaos element when you're like, well, who knows what these other three people are doing, but like whatever happens when the when when the cards fall, like that's where it's gonna be. And then then you're also like and you're like, but what if my streams were about adding the additional chaotic element of a deck that no one really has any control over. <laughs> yep. Like, like, hey, this is a global effect. Enjoy. <laughs> enjoy. Everyone have fun with that. Like, there was a commander game years ago. Um, we were playing, me and my buddies were playing in, in person. And uh, we're like, all right, game start. And we went, we went like to somewhere where I think there wasn't really consequential. Like, nothing was really going on. Or like, well, it's not progressing the board state. It's not regressing anyone. Like, it's not hampering anyone. Let's just let's just roll and like get out of here. So that player rolls out, and immediately, you know, we go to the Hadrian Fields of Agadim, um, <laughs> where it's like, all right, so, um, creatures with power seven or greater can attack a block. Okay, cool. Uh, whenever you roll, whenever chaos ensues, you create a seven-seven colorless Eldrazi creature token with Annihilator one, and we're all like. Now hold on a minute. <laughs> like that's uh that's kind of wild. And then um that one player, I think like three of them, like from Chaos Rolls, he's like, "Well, I already had one. Let's see what happens." And then it happened more and more and more. And we we're like, "Oh, okay, this game's over." Because we're maybe coming up on turn three by the time those things were coming down. It's like we're all like, "Uh, do we roll?" And we're like. Because if we roll, we're, if we get out of here, we are hosed. So does anyone have any removal? And everyone's like, um, maybe. And we're like, maybe we don't stay, maybe we stay on the plane and we kill them and then we roll the dice and then yep, figure it out. Sometimes. And it's just, yeah, there's no winning or losing in that case. Yeah, because there's some planes like where it'll be so advantageous for one person to be there that... They don't want to leave, but then, like, sometimes it's also keeping other players under control. <laughs> yeah, it's there's been a lot of times where it's the, like, what I love about it and sometimes what I hate about it is that it does force the table to have that collective agreement. Like, you're like, win or lose, like, we're, we're obviously trying to, to complete a game where someone wins. And I, I know we all complain about, like, I, you know, there's that divide of, like, commander's the narrative experience why are you playing commander if you're not gonna win because like why are you playing magic blah, blah blah but like it forces us to have the collective agreement of either like the one person who's playing the jund deck and they happen to be on jund the plane 
and they're you know get get devour five and all this other stuff we're like we need to get out of here because otherwise that person's gonna freaking pop off right um that that is i think another neat element where you it, it just adds that really neat dimension and some people might find that too chaotic and uncontrollable and unwieldy and some people might be laughing like i don't know how many times i've played games like this where like playing chase uh uh playing star or hidden roles or whatever we're just like people just start doing the dumbest shit and it's so funny that i can't help but uncontrollably laugh for like more than five minutes or people are like are you okay and i'm like no this is this is pure insanity i absolutely love it uh it's it's just so much fun i love the not being able to control the chaos of it all because like it just gives me something new to have to try to work around or a new thing for me to try to <laughs> figure out a way to win i guess and i enjoy that <laughs> like and it makes it so a lot of times i have to play my deck differently so like i get extra enjoyment out of that like because if you highly optimize your deck and it does the same thing every time that say that doesn't do anything for me but like having that option and adding those chaos elements and my deck doing different things or other cards that normally aren't super awesome suddenly get a chance to shine (laughs) yeah it's uh, i i've i think it's kind of one of the reasons why and this is a whole other contentious issue because i I don't know why i keep bringing this up i'm like (laughs) hot button issue hot hot take because i love i love it when people are like hot take um but, like, it's kind of one of the reasons why I am afraid, or not I'm afraid, I, I, I find CEDH unappealing is because, not that people don't don't have the room to flex and experiment and try their niche stuff to figure out what works, but when I heard there was, like, a card pool that, like, we're still talking about magic, there were still 2,000 some odd cards that were put under consideration that were, like, commonly played. Like, you know, uh, fast mana and card draw and all this other stuff. But I'm like, that that feels so severely limiting. And I'd rather have the flexibility of being able to, like, play a crazy random deck. And on top of that, let's go to a plane and see how my deck is able to react or respond to this effect. Does it completely, utterly hose me? Or does it complement it? Or does it just so happen to just everyone just passively benefits from it and i i i like i embrace and welcome that randomness if everything if all my decks played the same way every time i would be bored out of my mind i'd be getting it why do you think i have nearly 50 decks you know i I like the spice of life the diversity that's like i'm I'm down to 99 decks i'm finally under 100 what what do you mean you're down to 99 decks I was up to 104, and then I was like, oh, you know what? Like, if a deck doesn't do what I want it to do, or if I don't find it fun, I'll take it apart. But, like, most, almost every single one of those decks does something differently, or has a different theme, and... Or, like, if there is some functional mechanical overlap, like, it still feels different. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and, it like, if something feels too similar, like, I'll take it apart. Like, I have multiple Rakdos decks, but they all do different things, and they all are stupid. <laughs> and they all bring <laughs> joy. <laughs> just just Rakdos things. Yep, they do Rakdos-y things. Um, one of, 
what of what are the new commander like of the new commander decks that were coming out for this with all the the plane chase cards is there any of the ones that are coming out that you're a really big fan of or looking forward to i am excited about bright palm soul awakener just because i i've been trying to make a fox deck and yeah i just like i like plus one plus one counters the new and the back the, the backup mechanic seems pretty cool because i don't know it gives me counters to put on things and there's a couple and there's a whole bunch of new knights so i'll probably end up actually rebuilding my knight deck <laughs> i was like I took it apart recently I, I was when when i saw that the knight deck was gonna be esper i was shocked because when we were in call time the, the like the quote-unquote knight slash like equipment deck was uh, mardu and i'm like in my head i'm like how do i reconcile that difference like what do i do <laughs> It's so weird because they started making like knights and soldiers are now blue and white. Yeah, what is with that? Why isn't yeah. there the card that says knights and soldiers do have yeah. weird mechanical overlap? Like, I, yeah, we go from Brothers War, where they're like soldiers. Yeah, Zorius comes. Like, yeah, sweet. And then Teferi shows up. He's like knights. And I'm like, wait, Teferi, <laughs> knights. What? 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 Huh? what is yeah. Happening? And then the commander decks like Esper Knights. I'm like, this is what is what is happening here? Who did this? Who made this decision? I don't like it. Yeah, I'm not happy with that decision. <laughs> I don't know. I could even see because they started making soldiers in green and white for a while. So now I don't know. There's a lot of weird overlapping and like I just made an assassin deck and I was not very happy that like Ramsey King of Assassins there is a blue and black card, but like. Almost every other assassin is not those colors. <laughs> yeah, I can think of a few like black green assassins there. I'm like, well, that don't fit. And like, yeah. there's too many. There's too many blue rogues and not enough black assassins. And I'm like, yeah, there wasn't enough to. So I ended up having to make it an insect slash assassin theme because I didn't have enough assassins. <laughs> <laughs> where did, where did the insects come in here? Oh, uh, with uh, what is her name? Uh, Zara the Golden Sting. She's uh, an insect assassin. <laughs> and oh, she's in, right, right, in right. right, yeah. With her really funky uh, child insect. Yeah, token. her little creepy <laughs> Theodore. Mother, mother finally allowed me to play on the horse. <laughs> buzz, buzz. Kid, what the fuck? <laughs> Get out of so here. creepy. Yeah, they <laughs> nailed nailed the design. Super weird, but yeah, it's just sometimes the deck, deck does stupid things. <laughs> oh, I I can imagine. Especially when you've got that spread of colors. In. But, like, Wizards, what the heck is going on? Like, on one hand, you give us the 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 gift of the multiverse. You give us Plane Chase 2.0 with, and then change the term to Chaos Ensues. So it's like, that's super great. And then, like, you you end up printing all these cards and, and like, archetypes where I'm like, where where was this? Who asked for it? I'm sure someone asked for it. But who asked for it? Yeah. Who is this person? Because I need to talk with them. <laughs> yeah, just like I just it's 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 um it's the Family Guy thing, 
where Peter and Meg is <laughs> like really grinds I just my want... gears. Well, there's the really yeah, there's that one where it's like I just want to talk to him, and he brings out the gun from the back of the. He's like, whoa, whoa, wait. He's like, no, I just want to talk to him. I just want to talk to him. I just want to talk to him, and then nothing actually ends up happening. It's like, uh, who well, is like this? Who is this human? Uh, this human knight here that gives everybody horsemanship. Or gives other knights horsemanship. That's it's a fine. Card. Someone asked for that. It's... Well, no, for the horsemanship, that's fine. But a blue card is what but I don't understand. Because uh, there was already a very popular uh, blue, um, blue legend that has horsemanship. <laughs> well, there's a few of them. Like obviously Sun Quan, Lucia, Lucia. Oh no, I'm probably gonna bunch of these. Uh, like Lucia and like has have horsemanship it's like okay or all your creatures gain horsemanship so obviously the herald of <laughs> hoofbeats for whatever reason and just trust me on this the the knights having horsemanship is on theme i okay. just i just trust me on this <laughs> but yeah it's uh all those other knights are just not riding properly. Honestly, they need, they need a blue mage to come and show them how to do it. <laughs> the team at Wizards was just smoking really good weed, and then they were spinning a roulette wheel and throwing darts at it, and they're like, plane chase. They're like, yeah, we're marching machines, <laughs> got it, throw it again. Horsemanship. Alright, cool, yeah, what colors? Tick, tick, tick. <laughs> Esper. Alright, uh, let's do it. <laughs> Wizards, uh, please make sense, please. <laughs> yeah. Um, My worry is that if too many things overlap, eventually, like... You know what? You know what? They need to do four-color, non-green knights. Just trust me. Yeah. <laughs> um, take that. So yeah, Amara, before we wrap up for today's episode, is there anything else that you're looking forward to? Is there anything else that you're uh, doing uh, that you'd like to share with everyone. Uh, I will be in Minneapolis next month playing some magic. <laughs> so that'll be fun. That'll be fun, uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, what else I got going on? I My charity stream that I was going to be doing, I was going to be doing a plane chase one, but I'm going to be doing it next month instead. So I'll be having a sign-up sheet and doing that stuff here soon. Be raising some money for Trans Lifeline and playing a whole bunch of plane chase. <laughs> We're gonna be playing CEDH plane chase and Oathbreaker plane chase. Wait a minute, how does CEDH plane chase work? Let me tell you, the first time we tried it, the game ended up being like two hours long, and it was so weird because they got to play their decks. <laughs> Because a lot of times games are not super long, so like a two-hour CDH game, we just kept everybody had an answer for something, and it was just kept going back and forth, and it was actually pretty cool. <laughs> huh? The more yeah. you know. Yeah, like I was, we weren't sure how it was gonna go. We were like, this could be over in like two minutes. This could be over in an hour, maybe, but like it was actually quite surprising. And we've been doing some Oathbreaker plane chase, and that's been pretty fun. And that just also makes sense. Yep, and that and that's really cool. It fits the theme of going from plane to plane and planeswalkers fighting against each other. So story wise, that feels good to me. <laughs> and yeah, so that's been a lot of fun. And yeah, that's about it. I got lots of streams going on. <laughs> good to hear so yeah uh all the links to amara's things will be uh in the description i'll i'll 
I, I don't worry. I do it for everyone. I'm doing all the plugs, all the links. So check it out. Um, and uh, please uh, follow Amara. It's always fun to play with you. Uh, and whenever I get the chance, I'm always like, yeah, let's do it. Because every, every time you're laughing and having a good time. And I love hey. it. I love the energy. I don't see. I have fun even if I'm losing. Like I have just to have fun playing magic with people. <laughs> awesome. Um. And uh, and yeah, that I I believe that is all for today's episode. So thank you everyone for listening, and uh, we'll see you on the next one.